You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up Broadway. I'm your host, Diana Prescott, and I'm back this week with my co-host, Christian. How have you been? Anything that you've been up to this week? This was a fairly not too, not theater week for me last week, but this one coming Mm -hmm. up, like the rest of February is so booked. Just like this week, I'm seeing Arden, Music Man, Opening Night, Black No More, Intimate Apparel, so many things. How about oh you? Oh my gosh, that's a lineup. Yeah, I think booked. you're gonna you're booked. I think you're gonna really like Intimate Apparel. I'm keeping that in my brain, but it's it's such a phenomenal show. This week I saw a few shows. I saw I I don't know how to like say this name so people can understand, but I saw S H H H. Um, exactly <laughs> at that Atlantic. Well, you, you have to uh, like whisper it so it's as ASMR as possible. You saw shh. That's what I saw <laughs> at the Atlantic. I also saw Tambo and Bones. Um, my review is coming out today. And no, I, I love s- now that we record. We're recording this on a Tuesday, everyone, because it it has me in Gilded Age mm. vibes still from mm. last night. So that's what we I feel love- like. Is- a highlight of my week now. It's Gilded yeah, Age. We love a Gilded Age episode over here. We absolutely do. And then this week, obviously, um, Music Man, you're going to opening night. I'm covering the carpet. And the carpet lineup is pretty intense. Like, there's going to be the prince and princess of Greece going to Music Man. Hugh Jackman <laughs> has friends. So. Okay. <laughs> and a winter. There are a bunch of names um that were dropped on that release so i'm very excited about that so on that note let's get into some broadway breaking news so we got so much news this week but first and foremost congrats to ariana debose clap it up clap it up she was nominated this morning for best supporting actress for her role in west side story as anita This nomination, which is really, really cool, follows Rita Moreno's historic 1961 Oscar win playing the same role. So if she wins, which I have it in my bones, save this this note for next time, have it in my bones that she will. This may be the first time uh, someone has done a remake and won the same role, which would be so interesting. Also... In uh, theater Oscar news, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, received a Best Song nomination. And it wasn't for Encanto. I mean, not Encanto. Um, 
what's the one that's so popular that's going it wasn't the, place? the bruno uh, song it wasn't the bruno song which is crazy but i heard that they did not submit bruno who knows why but he was nominated for best original song and he's on his way to an egot if he wins also shameless plug but beyonce was also nominated in this category we're really excited about yes, that yes <laughs> In addition to, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda things, um, Andrew Garfield got a lead actor nomination for Tick, Tick, Boom, Best Actor. Very excited about that. I did think that Tick, Tick, Boom should have gotten a lot more, but we'll talk about that more in the social section of this show. Also, Tony nominee Amber Gray will play her final performance as Persephone in Town on February 19th. Casting for the role of Persephone has not been announced yet, but I'm really sad to see her go. I really enjoyed Amber Gray in that role, but she has been in it for like how long? Since opening. Since opening. Since uh, so long. I love her in that role so much, but yes. Happy Mm -hmm. trails to Amber Gray playing Persephone. Some really cool news um, that I felt like needed to be included in this show is there's a theater accessibility app called Gallapro, um, and it has been acquired by the Schubert organization. And very excited about what this app is capable of doing. The move that was finalized in November of 2021 follows a close relationship between the two companies with the Schubert's offering the app for its Broadway theaters in 2018. The app offers theater goers accessibility services, including closed captioning and audio description on demand via their personal smartphone. Audience members with hearing loss can use the app to view captions directly on their smartphone. With the app using a dim screen, they thought about this, and a carefully chosen color scheme so as not to distract other audience members. Very cool. In many cases, the app is able to pair the production script with speech recognition software hooked into actors' microphones so that Gallopro's captions can stay in sync with the live performance. That is amazing. When we talk about accessibility, we're not only talking about the ticket price, but we're talking about like literally the entire scope of accessibility. And this is something that um, I think should be incorporated in every theater. Very glad that uh, the Schubert's got a hand on it. Um, everyone else catch up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so happy about this app. And also to all of our listeners out there who are at a Broadway show who see people on their phone, uh, it may be this app. So don't yell at them. Uh, other news. So exciting to me personally and to Ayana and to mm-hmm. so many of us, but a musical <laughs> adaptation of Smash that has been like in the works for so many years. And originally they were going to do a musical of Bombshell and now they're doing like a musical that's the TV show basically. But yes, please, setting its sights on Broadway. Uh, the musical, which is based on the NBC television show, is going to feature a book by Bob Martin, who we know and love from The Prom and Dress Chaperone, and Rick Ellis of Jersey Boys and Peter and the Starcatcher, and a score by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, who did the original sc- songs from the television show. Moving on, the Public Theater recently announced a lineup for the 60th anniversary season of Free Shakespeare in the Park at the Delacorte. Since 1962, over 6 million people have enjoyed more than 150 free productions of Shakespeare in the Park and other classical works and musicals at the public's beloved home in Central Park. This is always a highlight of my summer. I love Mm -hmm. going. Uh, This summer, Shakespeare in the Park is going to begin with the drama Richard III, directed by Tony nominee Robert O'Hara and featuring Danae Guerrera in the title role. 
The summer season will continue with the return of the Free Public Works musical from a couple years ago. It's the adaptation of As You Like It by Shana Taub. It was originally scheduled for the 2020 season, but delayed during the pandemic, so they're doing it now. Uh, as I said, it was adapted by public theater's artist and resident Shana Taub and was directed by the Public Works' Lori Woolery with music and lyrics by Shana Taub. On that note, let's get into some casting and show announcements. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Uh, we have Color Purple musical casting news and movie musical. And very excited about this casting. It is stacked. Okay. American Idol winner Fantasia Barino has been cast as Seely. It's sort of a reprise of her role that she held, the same role as Seely in 2009 on Broadway. Also, Tony nominee Danielle Brooks will take on the role as Sophia. She also starred in a different revival of yes. The Color Purple on Broadway. So thank you for bringing our Broadway people back. Like, love that for us. Um, Fantasia and Brooks will join the previously reported Taraji P. Henson as Shug Avery, Corey Hawkins as Harpo, Oscar and Grammy winner Her as Squeak. Halle Bailey as young Nettie and stage and screen star Coleman Domingo as Mr. Stacked freaking cast. Stacked. We were saying like, we have a lot of uh, color purple over saturation, but like yes. with this cast, I don't mind. Martin McDonough's Hangman will return to Broadway's Golden Theater this spring. The play is set to begin preview performances on April 8th, ahead of an opening night scheduled for April 21st. The play is scheduled for a limited 10 week run. Very interesting. Uh, these limited runs are, are happening a lot this season, which is something to I, I think will happen more or so moving forward. The production had completed 13 preview performances at the Golden Theater when the pandemic forced the closure of all Broadway theaters in March of 2020. Yeah, it was a weird situation because they did a couple previews and then they were like the first show during to, when the COVID started mm -hmm. that they were like, nope, we're not going to be able to we're not coming open back. again. Like they had the they sent the set off to a landfill. Like they have to rebuild the whole set. Like they were not coming back and now they are coming back. Same theater. So it's kind of exciting that COVID kind didn't ruin their moment. <laughs> COVID ruined all of our moments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the minutes will... Per We'll begin previews at Studio 54 on April 2nd, pushing the play's start date by two weeks. Um, a number of shows have been doing this. This is not new. A new opening date is set for April 17th. The play was previously scheduled to start March 19th and open on April 7th. The production did not specify a reason for the delay, but again, so many shows are doing it. Also, as we said earlier, uh, Music Man opens this week on Thursday, February 10th. Very excited. Beyond the like critics controversy, I am excited to see this show. And I've said this before, it's because it's my grandmother's favorite musical. And so because she can't go to see this, I am going to go embrace it and come back home and tell her all about it. In more casting news. Full casting has been announced for the Broadway revival of Neil Simon's Plaza Suite, which, as always, is still starring Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. The play was originally scheduled to begin previews March 13th, like literally the day of the COVID shutdown. <laughs> so that did not happen, but they're going to return mm -hmm. with the original cast. So we have Tony winner John Benjamin Hickey is going to be directing. It's now going to begin previews February 25th. 
it's at the Hudson Theater. And like Ayana said, it's one of the many limited engagement runs. It's playing just through June 26th. Opening night is going to be March 28th. Joining Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick in Suite 719 of the Plaza Hotel will be Danny Bolero as the waiter, Molly Ranson as Jean McCormick and Minzy Hubley, Eric Wyand as the bellhop, and Borden Eisler. Tony winner Michael McGrath and Tony nominee Aaron Dilley will be standbys like for Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker, which is like cast is so good that even the standbys are Tony mm-hmm. winners and nominees. <laughs> Can't even. And then uh, Lori Veltier and Cesar J. Rosardo are going to be the understudies. It's just like they have a deep lineup there. Mm-hmm. Of like Even if you don't get your marquee names, even the backups and backups are amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love that as a thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Same. Speaking of casting stuff that I'm so excited for, the upcoming Broadway revival of Funny Girl has unveiled the complete company as they begin their first official day of rehearsals and everyone, including me, Ayana, and everyone on Twitter freaked out. The production, starring Beanie Feldstein as Fanny Bryce and Tony and Olivier nominee Ramin Carmelou as Nick Arnstein, begins March 26th at the August Wilson Theater and its opening on April 24th. Additional previously announced cast members include Jared Grimes as Eddie Ryan and Emmy winner Jane Lynch as Mrs. Rosie Bryce. They're going to be joined by Peter Francis James as Florence Zigfield, Effie Aradima as Emma and Mrs. Nadler, Deborah Cardona as Mrs. Meeker, Tony DeBono as Mrs. Starkosh, Martin Moran as Tom Keeney, and Julie Benko as the standby for Fanny Bryce. So much talent here. Mm-hmm. As we already knew, Michael Myers is going to be directing this first Broadway revival of the classic musical by Jules Stein and Bob Merrill. And it's the same, not the same, but it is a revised book by Harvey Firestein. Not sure if it's the exact same one from West End, but he's doing the revised book again. On that note, let's get into some theater socials. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we wrap, make sure to check out BroadwayPodcastNetwork.com for new episodes, including Off Book, the Black Theater Podcast, sits down with Janine Scott, the first director of diversity and inclusion for the Broadway League. The theater podcast chats with Lauren Lataro, the lead choreographer of Mrs. Doubtfire. Stagecraft with Gordon Cox chats with Lynn Nottage about replacing judgment with curiosity. Breaking Broadway, hosted by Carrie Butler, talks with Caitlin Hopkins about bad boy fame and her current projects. Dear Friends podcast discusses movies that should be musicals and more. And don't forget to check out This Is Reality podcast's latest exclusive interview with reality winner herself. So over on socials, 
obviously the newest thing are the Oscar snubs of majority of theater musical, well, movie musicals, because we got so many movie musicals last year that obviously we both knew everything wasn't going to be nominated. But I did think that Tick, Tick, Boom deserved a lot more than it received. And I also was speaking to someone about In the Heights and they're saying that it was completely snubbed out of everything. Um, I was expecting and... something for In the Heights. I was expecting Rachel Zegler, even though that best actress category in the Oscars this year is stacked. But I was, mm-hmm. I was expect, I wasn't expecting. Sorry, I wasn't expecting anything for Dear Evan Hansen, and Me I wasn't either. really expecting anything for Jamie. But I was expecting something for In the Heights, and maybe a little bit more for West Side Story and Tick Tick Boom. So, like, mm-hmm. n- neither got a adapted screenplay either, which was a little mm. surprising. That's actually a good note. I'm Tony surprised. Kushner didn't get a screenplay nomination. That is crazy. Um, uh, I personally don't really <clears throat> love all of the changes for the West Side Story screenplay, but I was just surprised to say the phrase, Tony Kushner didn't get a nomination. This is, it's very surprising. Also, our girl, Ruth Nega, who is coming to Macbeth, um, also in the spring, I believe, did not get a nomination for Passing on Netflix. And she was amazing in that film. I mean, like you said, best actor, would, would she have been actress or supporting you think supporting probably right probably supporting would have been against ariana debose probably yeah so maybe maybe that's kind of difficult but she was so good in that film um but the film didn't get any recognition which is really surprising because it was so beautifully done cinematography was great i don't know I just thought that there was going to be so much more. Um, But I am very excited about Ariana. I knew, I think I was sitting next to you when we watched this film. Yeah. And I said, oh, Ariana's getting her Oscar. Like, that's just, that was just that. And so. We're making it happen here. In other social news, the MJ backlash, which was really insane to me. Um, I just want to say, like, as critics, we are also human beings and we each have different opinions. And there are many times that Christian, as my fellow critic, I don't agree with them, but I'm going to share their work. I'm going to love on their work and celebrate them as a critic. Um, And so their voice needs to be heard as much as somebody that I agree with. And I like to see different viewpoints on maybe something that I might have missed or um, something that, you know, moves you and the way it moves you. And so um, the MJ backlash for me was kind of like, okay, so I really love this show. And I'm looking at, again, I'm looking at the concept of the show and not the person. Um, And that's what I really strive for in that review. I am not reviewing Michael Jackson as a person. I know that that's going to come into play, but for my review, I was strictly thinking about the show. And the show is one of the better jukebox musicals. Like, I think that there's like a standard for jukebox and that's like beautiful was like the last one. And then there's like MJ. And so whatever the case may be, you don't have to agree with me. But I think the thing is to just be kind because we are also human beings. Yeah, like it's it's one thing to not agree with Ayana. And like, if you don't want to agree with Ayana, okay, you can politely debate if you want, or you can just like not engage with it i'm personally not seeing the show but like that doesn't mean i'm gonna like scream at people on twitter about it 
And the hate directed at Ayana was like terrible so. and so not okay. And was also like a lot of people very rightly called this out that it was like people were hating on the one black woman that wrote a review of this show that was positive and not the mm-hmm. many white dude critics that also positively reviewed it. So like, Correct. stop hating on Ayana. Ayana wrote a great, very well argued, very well written review that even if you disagree with it, actually like read what she wrote before you just like mm-hmm. say that like Ayana Prescott is like a MJ apologist, which is like not true. Which and, like, is not. I like, don't say that at all. Not at all. <laughs> like actually read what she wrote. Yeah. There's there's no um there's no context in that at all. And I also speak a little bit about like his persona being very it's troubled but like i am talking about this show it's literally and and in your review you say that multiple times yes (laughs) not once not twice multiple times so anyways we've said our piece but understand critics are also human beings and again just like you we have opinions you should have your own Another thing on social was Jeremy Owen TV writers. I saw him trending yesterday and I was like, what is happening? I feel like there are like three people that are always trending in theater Twitters and Jeremy is one of them. He said, I, I think something with Euphoria. I didn't even really look into it, but... Euphoria. 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 <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> because he, he hopped on this season as one of the writers for Euphoria. And this season has been one of you know, I mean, I feel like the show as a whole is very well done, but he, in short, said that they needed to bring on someone who is more versed in theater to help this show really push forward. And a lot of TV writers felt offended by that. Again, these are opinions. And so I want to make sure, even though people know that I do not like Jeremy O's slave play, this has nothing to do with slave play, but I don't like, I like him as a person. And I think that he does bring up some true statements and his opinion does not need to be yours, but still be kind. I feel like you can, (laughs) there's a way to be kind. On that note, let's get into some fan Q&A. Because there's so much... Oscar buzz right now. Uh, we asked over on the Twitters, favorite Oscar nominated movie musical? Uh, I think I'm going to like selfishly, and I don't know why this is selfishly, but say Chicago. Oh, interesting. Really? I think so. What are you? <laughs> give me a sec to think. What are you going to say? You're going to laugh at me, but whatever. I could care less come back at me mine is actually beauty and the beast which is the only uh animated movie musical that won best film at the oscars here we are i mean i'm not i i mean beauty Beauty and the the beast Beast it's my favorite disney yeah (laughs) it is definitely my favorite disney like no ayana okay chicago all right i I, what other movie musical nominees have we even had We've had La La Land. Remember that? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> That's not even on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with Chicago then. Okay, that's fine. I think it's actually an improvement on the way that the stage version is done. I think a lot of the performances are really great. It's the reason I fell in love with Chicago. There's weirdly mm. a poster of it in the hallway of my apartment building that I have to look at every day. I named one of my family's puppies, Roxy Hart, like... Stop. Very into the whole Chicago thing because of that movie. We love that. Love to see it. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at bpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at bwaypodnetwork. Have a tip or some breaking news? Send us a message at bpn.fm slash hot tip. And please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.